Hey everyone, and welcome to our June edition of our monthly leadership podcast, Leading His Leaders. I'm your host, Avery Nesbitt. Hey, today I am joined by a very long-term, it's not that she's old, I'm old, a very long-term <laughs> friend of mine. This is Brandy Siobhan. She has a background in criminology, psychology. She is a licensed clinical social worker in both Georgia and New York, helping people through mental health and substance abuse issues. But on top of all of that, she is the CEO and founder of Pearls of Esther that seeks to make sure that women are living a life of wholeness, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and professionally. Brandy, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So listen, with all of the background that you have and all the things that you've seen and done, I really want to dive into um, just this wealth of knowledge that you bring to the table. Talk to me about this. You know the season we're living in. People are sheltering in place. Uh, It's just this whole, the world's in chaos right now. And leaders are feeling the brunt of that as we try to lead through all of these different seasons. Mm -hmm. What are some things that leaders can do? Now, listen, Mm -hmm. not to lead better, not to be better managers, not to be, uh, you know, the person with all the answers. What are some things that leaders can be doing right now Mm -hmm. to help take care of their own mental health? Um, that's a that's a very good question. I think one of the things that leaders can do uh, first, and it sounds very simplistic, is to first realize where they are, pay attention to where they are mentally and emotionally. As leaders, we're sometimes so accustomed to making sure that everybody else is good, that we ignore the needs of our own. And so I think that not, the very first thing that we can do is to be very honest and transparent about if we're not doing well, if we're not coping well with everything that is happening. Because if we're not well mentally or emotionally, it is going to impact how we lead eventually. It's going to Mm -hmm. eventually start to come out in other areas. And so I think that on a very simplistic level, it's okay to be honest about where we are. Um, Another thing, and I've said this on various Mm -hmm. other um, you know, platforms in, in giving this type of advice is, you know, I know when things first happened, when the quarantine first started, people started passing around this meme about if you don't come out of this quarantine with an LLC and, you know, all this other business ventures and all this great stuff, you've wasted your time. And I hated that so much yeah, because yeah. it's like for some people, just getting through the day is a task, right? And so I just want to encourage leaders that in this time, you know, don't feel the pressure of like being in some type of rat race to come out of this time with a promotion or, you know, with the hottest new project or brand on the block or anything of that nature. If you're not doing well, if you are depressed or you're feeling anxiety to the point to where you it's a struggle just to get out of bed in the morning or maybe it's affecting your marriage or it's affecting your parenting skills, then I would say work on that. Work on getting yourself back to a better place so that you can take care of the very uh, basic needs that you have. So I just want to encourage you not to give in to, you know, all that, you know, those memes about coming out of this time with all these great feats, you know, that you've done during this quarantine while everybody else was sleeping and all of this. 
you were building and you were building your team and you were doing this and doing that. I just want to release you from that pressure because if you can get, listen, we're in hard times. And so if getting through the day and going to sleep at night and saying, okay, I made it another day using my coping skills, um, you know, then give yourself a pat on the back for those very simplistic things. Because to be honest, I think that a lot of leaders are not okay. And a lot of times we have, you know, it's difficult for us to admit when we're not okay because we also feel pressured to be the strong one. We feel pressure, you know, to have this strong front because it's like, okay, well, if my team sees me struggling, then how are they going to be able to function, right? And to be honest, that is all a myth. Really, our strength is in vulnerability. You know, I always say, you know, a lot of times when we let people know that we are struggling mentally or emotionally, you'd be surprised how many people can empathize, how many people are there with you. And some of the most effective leadership that I have seen has come from leaders who at times have, have showed moments of, of vulnerability, have let us know like, hey, you know, I, I messed up here, but here's how we're going to fix it. Or if they're going through something personally, they may not give us details, but they'll say, hey, I'm kind of experiencing a little tough time. You know, I'm taking uh, some time off or what have you. And so really, I think it just all boils down again to being honest about where you are because that yeah. is where your strength really is being a strong leader doesn't make you immune to the ills of life it's not making you immune to the hardship of a pandemic but what it can do is create spaces for you to be vulnerable and guess what as a leader the beauty is that when you're vulnerable it releases other people to be vulnerable you know it's what true. i mean when you're letting people know hey look at me like yes you know I'm, I'm the, the leader in whatever capacity, but guess what? I'm feeling this too. Then it normalizes it for other people. And it gives yeah, other yeah. people the courage to speak out or seek help where they may be struggling as well. That's so good. Very simplistic. Um, be vulnerable. Take care of yourself and not yes. set these lofty goals no. that you must, <laughs> that, that, that you must uh, achieve. I, I saw that meme circulating around. I also saw the edited version come around uh, a little later and it had an X through it. It says, skip all this. Uh, we all just out here trying to make it, you know? Right. right. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to have your own organization by the time this is done. So listen, right. if people just focused on those things that you just said, we mm -hmm. truly would have a healthier mental state. We would have a healthier physical state. Right. Um, so it begs the question then, why don't leaders focus on mental health? Why is it that we wait until the house is on fire um, to go and get therapy, to go and get counseling? What, why is it that you think people come to, to you um, mm -hmm. when they're at the end of the road? Right. That's a very good question. You know, I really think that as human beings, you know, we think that if you're going to a therapist, that things have to be really, 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 really bad. And we <laughs> right. do often get calls when things are really, 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 really bad. But I guarantee you that before things got to a 10, there was a one, a two, a three, mm. a four, a five, a yep. six, a seven, an eight, and a nine, right? And so what we have to do, um, and thank you again for this opportunity, because we have to, you know, have these conversations to destigmatize mental health Yes. And say, you don't have to be thinking of suicide to go see a therapist. 
there are instances, events, thoughts, and feelings that often lead up to that. It, does it become that serious for some people? Absolutely. But if we can start to seek help when we get to a three, a four, or a five, you get what I'm saying? Very yep. early on, that's how we keep things from getting to the very um, ser more serious end um, of right. the, the mental and emotional wellness issues. And so I would say, uh, you know, again, the thought process is that things, like you said, the house has to be on fire. I have right. to be really just going through to where I just don't, you know, I can't do anything else right. to go and see a therapist. And that's not true. Just like you see your doctor, you know, there are people who, like my mom, she goes to see her doctor. If she coughs for more than two days, she's calling her doctor. <laughs> I'm like, going in. I'm going in, like call me in a Z-Pack, some amoxicillin or some mm -hmm. something, because she thinks she has a whole, you know, a whole right. thing going on. She does not yeah. play. But at the same time, she has been able to maintain health at her age because of that. Because there are some things that she's caught very early on instead of waiting for them to progress. And I think we have to change our mentality and become that way about mental health. Another question that we often get, um, especially when we're, we're triaging for new clients, is they say, you know, well, will my employer find out that I'm seeing a therapist? You know, well, my my workplace, you know, or if I go to apply for another job and they do a background check, will they find out that I've seen a therapist? And my answer is absolutely not. Your medical health records are covered by HIPAA. It is a federal law. Violation of HIPAA is um, punishable by hefty, you know, crime, uh, fines and yeah, prison yeah. time and possible, you know, snatching of our licensure. So trust me, yeah. number one, we're not trying to take that gamble. And number two, you know, your medical records are not disclosed to anyone without your permission. Absolutely not. And so, you know, that's, I think that is, if I had to think of any question that I get from people in their uh, caution about seeing a therapist, that would be at the, at yeah, the top yeah. of the list. Because for some reason, wow, people wow. think that if I see a therapist, my, my information or the fact that I'm seeing a therapist is going to be out there. And it's not true. Just like your doctor, um, you know, lawfully cannot know, uh, I'm sorry, your employer can law cannot lawfully know what's going on with you medically, then it's the same way with mental health. It falls under protected health information. That is really good to know. So there really is no reason why every leader who, who is, has influence over people. And the things that I say is when we say leader in this podcast, we're talking about leaders of organization, leaders of teams, leaders of homes. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason why someone shouldn't be um, seeking out someone that they can talk to. I have people that I right. talk to and right. I count those relationships as critical, as, as, right. as dear to me. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for coming by the podcast. We could talk for another hour, I'm Absolutely. sure. Yeah. <laughs> this has been great. Hey, for everyone listening, you can find out more content on leadingsleaders.com. Hopefully you can subscribe to iTunes and Stitcher and hopefully something we've said today helps you as you're leading his leaders. Thanks everyone. Absolutely, thank you.